get ready to throw perfection out the window because you're tuned in to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Penhorwood, and I'm a marketing coach and the founder of Harper Collective, where I help business owners master their PR and simplify their marketing. Each week, we'll be unlocking valuable tips to up-level your business and sharing honest conversations with entrepreneurs to uncover their stories and wisdom to inspire you to take action. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Cassie, who is the co-founder of The Base Collective. And before I get into giving you a sneak peek into what we chatted about in this episode, I wanted to let you know that we have an exciting giveaway for you. We are giving you the chance to win a $150 gift voucher to spend online at The Base Collective so that you can treat yourself to their incredible range of nourishing magnesium skincare. All you have to do is take a screenshot of you listening to this episode, then share it to your Instagram stories and make sure you tag at the base collective and at honestly imperfect podcast so that you go in the draw before the competition ends on the 1st of August, 2021. I've also popped all the details in the show notes that you can easily follow the steps to go in the draw for your chance to win. Now, today's episode is such a goodie because Cassie shares an honest look into the journey behind the scenes of building the Base Collective. And she also tells us what it was like when her and her business partner, Carly, were offered a $5 million deal that they had to turn down. I loved having this down-to-earth chat with Cassie about the real behind the scenes of starting and growing a business. So I can't wait for you to listen in. Welcome to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. I am so excited to have you here and for you to share your story today. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So as always, I love to get to know you a little bit more and for listeners to get to know you. So I would love if you could share three fun facts about you. Okay, sure. So I'm not sure if many people know, but I'm actually a pharmacist. So that's one fun fact. The second is that I'm a mum of three boys, but I actually grew up in a household of all girls. So I've got two sisters. So the whole boy thing is really foreign to me and didn't like sports at all. And now it's almost like someone's punishing me. Well, not punishing me because I love nothing more than watching my boys, but now my weekends are filled with sport. And then the third one is that I'm probably a bit of a closet crocheter. Is that what you say? Oh, <laughs> so daggy I love it I like no one stitch <laughs> and that's it I sit in front of the tv at night and do these random little blankets and they never see the light of day but I find it incredibly relaxing I love that I think it's so good to have like a fun creative project that you can do on the side like I don't know that I'd call it they never said the other day. That's okay. It's like for my, I think it was for Christmas or for my birthday, my dad got me a ukulele. And every time I see him, he's like, Have you pulled it out yet and learned a song? And I actually pulled it out last night. And my partner looked at me and was like, Really? Is now the time that you're going to like pursue this? Major lockdown, I feel like. Maybe this is time to start the ukulele. I know, I know, right? So who knows? <laughs> I love that. So I would love to know what inspired you to launch the Base Collective. 
Yeah, sure. So we launched the brand six years ago, Carly and I, and it was probably a year before that, that the whole process started. And we were both on maternity leave. Um, and, you know, our kids had just started three-year-old kinder at the time. We stupidly were thinking that we had all this time on our hands and we're looking for a bit of a side project. And yeah, we actually started with all these ideas and what we wanted a business to be and what we wanted to achieve. And we thought about, we actually started with thinking about doing t-shirts, to be honest with you. And we, you know, went down that path and had all these designs made, we had samples made and they were amazing, but then we just realised we really knew nothing about other than what we liked in fashion, the fashion world. And from there, I'd done a cosmetic formulation course and I was like, well, maybe we should start with this because we wanted the brand to be like a holistic thing. And that's kind of where it started. We sort of pivoted and we said goodbye to the T-shirts and, yeah, we came on to the, the organic and natural skincare world. I love that. And what was the journey like behind creating the brand to where it is today? Yeah, I mean, it was incredibly fun. I think when you listen to a lot of other people's business journeys, they, they talk about launching the product and the business first and then really thinking about the brand, you know, quite a while down the track. But we actually really thought about the brand from the outset. So we had a lot of conversations about what we wanted the tone of voice to be. Carly and I are quite humorous and witty and so we wanted to make people laugh and we we didn't want it to be perfect because, you know, we don't consider either ourselves to be perfect. But we did know that we wanted the products to be perfect and we felt that there was a gap in the market for that. So I love natural and organic products and really trying to make sure that my family live by those principles. However, it was just a little bit boring, a little bit too serious, a little bit too like, oh gosh, you know what I mean? Like like someone was like hammering something down your throat. And so we definitely didn't want to be that. So we had a lot of brainstorming about what we wanted it to be like, what we wanted it to look like, what we wanted it to feel. And then we actually engaged an agency to re- write our tone of voice for us. And so that was amazing. And then that from there, that sort of was the foundation of everything that we did. So it was how we talked to our customers, the kind of fun and, you know, not taking things too seriously, you know, down to the colours and all of that kind of thing. I love that. And I think that's so interesting how you really worked out all those elements before launching. And like you said, so many people launch and then they kind of race to bring everything together. But I think that's great that you guys really went on that journey before you launched. And did you find that it gave you a bit of a solid foundation to build the brand from? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've definitely pivoted along the way. I mean, we didn't start off as a magnesium skincare company. We started off as a hand milk and hand wash. That was, you know, the best that it could be as far as ingredients were concerned, but we needed it to look good, but also to have like a fun feel and tone behind it. I worked for Pfizer for many years. So I learned a lot from the marketing strategy behind that. So it was all about being really clear and being really on message and um, just repeating that, making sure you touch people so many times. And yeah. That's interesting. And you touched on it briefly, but there is one magical ingredient that is behind your product range, which is magnesium. What led you to including magnesium or focusing in on that? We chose this beautiful bottle that looked like a flask and we had this amazing label, but it could only be hand applied. No matter how we tried, like we tried to outsource it to various companies and and whatnot, like no one could apply it perfectly the way that we wanted. So we ended up sitting there for hours on end 
labeling these bottles and it just wasn't sustainable. Then from there, during that time, I think it was Carly who discovered magnesium oil, but you couldn't get it anywhere. And I was like, oh yeah, actually magnesium's got a plethora of benefits. And so then we decided to launch our magnesium oil and then we went into skincare with it. And then, so we decided to really focus our brand on that because the one thing I know about, you know, marketing and, and whatnot is that you need to have a voice and you need to have, you know, what problem are you trying to solve? That's where we went to. And then the exciting thing is everyone knows about the benefit of magnesium for skincare. We were one of the first, um, you know, the conversations we're having with people is like, do you know, it's, you know, helps muscle aches and pains and, and whatnot. And people were like, what's, what's magnesium? And so now we're over that barrier, but now we're discovering the benefits of it for your actual skin health. So we're getting a lot of traction with people in the eczema and dermatitis and flat red skin space. So yeah, it's really exciting. It comes down to solving a problem for people. So that's, yeah. Mm. Now, many listeners may not know this, but you and your business partner, Carly, were offered a $5 million deal that you both decided to turn down, which I thought was really interesting. And I was wondering if you could talk me through what that was like for both of you, because I think it's pretty amazing that you both really stood by your values no matter what. So what was that process like for you? Oh, it was heartbreaking. (laughs) (laughs) So it wasn't a hard decision. Like we initially we said, oh no, we, we can't do that. So one thing that I haven't mentioned is that one of the things that we wanted to achieve was that we wanted it to be a clean, green and safe brand. So everything that we do here, we really try to adhere to those those principles. And so we'd been working with this distributor for two years and it was an amazing relationship. We still have a really good relationship with them, consider them friends. And we'd gone to China, we'd gone to Hong Kong. The product had been received extremely well. And then it sort of got to that crunch time of signing a binding five-year agreement was all going extremely well. And then as is the case with China and the market over there, things change overnight. So a lot of the business for our distributor, which we didn't sort of realise, but I think it relied heavily on the Daigo channel. So that's the people who sort of buy and then they send over to China. And new legislation literally just came in as we were about to sign that contract to say that those people now had to declare their income for taxation purposes and the government had been seen to be coming down quite hard on on people who weren't abiding by these rules so a distributor sort of said to us hey we're feeling a bit nervous about this and the only way we can see moving forward in order you know if we're going to make a commitment is to put it into bricks and mortar stores in china and we think it'll be received really well and we're like yeah that's fine but then that meant animal testing because if a brand is over there and they are in stores in china they are animal tested. That might not be the case now, but definitely like three to four years ago, it definitely was. And so we just had to say no because, well, it just didn't sit with me. It was, I'd, I'd never want to do animal testing. So yeah, so we turned it down and it was, it was like a breakup <laughs> <laughs> because we were sitting on quite a lot of stock because we, you know, we'd had commitments to them and, and whatnot, but it was the right move. It was the right move for the brand. I've always want my kids to look back and be proud of what I've done. And I would not have been proud if that was something that we'd continue down that path. I think it's such an incredible decision. And I'm glad how honest you were about it as well, because I was sure that it was not an easy decision to make, but I think it's one that was probably worth it in the long run. 
Yeah. I mean, it wasn't hard as far as we're like, oh, definitely not. And even our distributor was like, yeah, no, this doesn't, isn't quite right, but we can't see any way forward, you know, because they, they loved us because we were clean, green, safe. We'd built it on, you know, this brand on trust. Like that's what we wanted to do. We wanted people to know that when they pick up one of our products, it's 100% the best that you could have for you and your family. And so it just wasn't, it wasn't in line with the ethos and what we wanted to do. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's an interesting kettle of fish. And things are now changing. They have a program called, I think, the Leaping Bunny, and I'm not, I'm not sure I've sort of been loosely following it. So things are changing over there, which is great. Definitely needs to, and I think that the consumers are missing out, really. Definitely. And something that you are a bit of a guru in over at the Base Collective is all things wellness. So I would love to know if you have any go-to wellness hacks yourself that help you feel like your best self while you're busy running a business and being a mum? What are your kind of go-to hacks? So I'm not perfect, but yeah, I try to look after myself. One of the biggest things is obviously sleep, which we are also big advocates here within our range. If I'm not getting sleep, the world just doesn't for me operate. So it's really quite bad. So I go to bed quite early, but I also rise really early because that's how I get work done. So you know, it's about sleep hygiene. And my husband says this to me all the time, keeping everything the same all the time. So, you know, it's wearing the same pajamas. It's going to bed, you know, a similar time. You know, I don't drink alcohol through the week. I use my sleep spray at night because it's got the beautiful, you know, magnesium and lavender and chamomile in it, which helps to, you know, relax. Another hack that I've been doing recently is getting up when the sun rises, because often I'm up before the sun rises, is going outside and exposing your eyes to light. And so the theory is that that helps to reset your circadian rhythm and enhance your natural melatonin production. So, so sleep's like probably my number one wellness tip. Number two is my diet's not always amazing. Depending on what I'm doing and where I'm, I'm going, I have to have things on the run. So I do take a lot of supplements. Otherwise, I just don't get my nutrients. So yeah, so there's so many supplements, but I'm a really big fan of them. Some people aren't, but that's just me. And what would be my third one is exercise. I think exercise for me is more about clearing the cobwebs and just de-stressing. And I think it's like if my mind's really busy, you know, there's just so much going on. If I go for a run or a jog, everything's clearer afterwards. So we obviously know all the other benefits of exercise. But for me, yeah, they're my top three wellness tips. I love those. And I can totally relate to all of them as well. And I think sleep number one and exercise like even yesterday I was thinking to myself I feel really like stagnant and groggy and then I thought you haven't moved your body in an upbeat way for like a week I was like I wonder why I'm feeling groggy so it's interesting because we don't think oh if I use more energy I'm going to gain more energy we kind of just sit and try to get through that to-do list so I love those hacks I think they're great And I always like to ask, what is an imperfect action that you've taken recently that you would love to celebrate? Oh gosh, there's so many. Probably one of the recent ones was my son's birthday. And I I think I got this from my mum where I like to make their birthday cake. Well, more for like when we have a family celebration, but I'm just not good at it. I give them the Women's Weekly Cake Book and I let them select a cake Anyway, I made the cake and it didn't look very hard, but it it totally didn't turn out like the picture. And my younger son, or my middle son, who the cake was for, was like, it doesn't look like the picture, you know, to Caleb. (laughs) It doesn't look like the picture. And Caleb, my eldest son, who's very sweet, 
it's like, stop it, Bo. He said, she tried really hard. <laughs> Initially, I was like, oh, I felt a bit devastated and like I'd lay him down. And I thought, you know what? No, that's actually a really good thing. Like it's good for them to know that mum's not perfect. Mum's a human being. Mum makes mistakes. She's not a robot. She did try hard on the cake. <laughs> it didn't turn out. But that's life. So I think that's probably my imperfect moment. I think it's a brilliant lesson. And I'm sure that it still tasted pretty good anyway. Yeah, the taste was fine. It just did not look like the picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's like most things in life though. You kind of like, mm, this is not quite how I thought it was going to turn out, but we'll roll with it. And the last thing I wanted to ask is what exciting things are you working on behind the scenes at the moment, either for your business or for yourself? For the business, the really exciting thing that we're, we're going down is a dedicated face range. So that's sort of come about just from the natural evolution of the brand where people, they're using our products in a multi-use way. So even though people would use them for like muscle aches and pain, they put them on their skin and they're getting great results. So we've actually gone and just launched a dedicated face serum, which is getting great results. And then, yeah, behind the scenes, we're looking at more products you know, in that beauty space. So that's exciting. I think I'm happiest when I'm creating. So that's my happy place and happiest when I'm helping people as well. Oh, I love those too. And that sounds really exciting, a new product range. Yeah, yeah, very exciting, very exciting. But it takes a long time. There's a lot, a lot that goes into it. I can imagine. And where can listeners come to connect with you and shop your incredible range? Yeah, we're online at www.thebasecollective.com.au. You know, we're also in Priceline stores nationally, as well as Alliance Pharmacy. We're on the Iconic, we're on Nourish Life. And yeah, just to connect with us via social media on Facebook and Instagram. We love talking to our customers and really connecting with them, helping them. We get a lot of people who actually call our office on the number. So you're very welcome to do that too. That is so funny. I have not heard that one before, but if you want to call Cassie and Carly, you're welcome to give them a call. Yeah, we, we might not be here, but someone will be or leave a message and we'll go back to you. Oh, that's so good. That's like the ultimate in customer service. Yeah, I think it's a bit old school, but there's a lot of people out there who really like to have a conversation. So I don't know whether it's locked down and they're just a bit lonely, but yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for coming on today. I've loved hearing your story and connecting with you and I think there's so many little nuggets of wisdom that you shared so thank you so much thank you so much for tuning in if you enjoyed today's episode I would love if you could leave a review or share a screenshot to Instagram and tag at honestly imperfect podcast so that I can pop on over and say hello I can't wait to connect with you again soon